this is getting past subtitles trying to uh show you the great movies that the asia has to offer hosted by just two ordinary dudes myself sean peel and dk lee <laughs> and uh we are on the second episode of a new series no third or second third because we did mine last time <laughs> see what the world is doing to me i, Eon, I don't know and then you and then me <laughs> i don't know if like yesterday or if it's today <laughs> i don't know if it's still april are we in june yet feels like it's gonna get that hot yeah man it's gonna be summer already hallelujah soon. i've been home man for like <laughs> a whole month <laughs> it's, it's like crazy to think about yeah like uh i was doing something like I don't know, unemployment or whatever and it was like asking me and it asked me like when was the last time you went to work and i put in like the 28th of last month and then like the other day i looked at my calendar and i was like oh it's gonna be the 28th again yeah that means it's a full month yep. <laughs> that's sketch so sketch yep. uh anyway we're trying to bring joy and light to the world <laughs> so we are covering the classic rom-com my sassy girl yes classic korean so a little bit about this movie before we jump in uh this actually came out in 2001 uh directed by kwang jae-yong uh stars jun ji-hong and che tae-hong uh funny fact i didn't know her name is never like said in this movie yeah never i didn't know like it just swept by my head to those. It's just her. <laughs> it's just that girl. The girl. <laughs> it's literally named the girl yeah. everywhere. So I just put the sassy girl on my notes. Um. So the film is actually based on a series of like blog posts, uh, written by Kim Ho Sik, who eventually wrote it into a novel. Yeah. And apparently that novel also got like a manga or like uh like a webtoon. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is based on that novel, and here it's pretty faithful to it as well. Yeah. Um, and kind of looking back, it feels like that as well. Especially like that. Literally, he writes the movie and <laughs> submits it into yeah. like it. It literally just plays it to its own self. Um. So this movie was like super uber duper popular, as you already know. This is basically like a cult classic yeah. if you kind of are into Korean cinema. Was it was it popular like as soon as it came out? Yeah, it was like an instant blockbuster mm-hmm. hit. So it, okay. it was like the second highest grossing movie at the time yeah. and like of all time for a while. I'm not sure until like when that was changed. Yeah. Um, but it definitely held a, a big seat for a while. Um, so it was big in Korea. Um, and like when it was running theatrical, it was big also in like Hong Kong, Japan, and Taiwan. Wow. Um, and then it really even further gain more of a following when it came out on dvd um and it's really spread to like mainland china and like southeast asia in yeah. that area and then somewhere along the line eventually yeah, that's a like, huge that was a huge film yeah yeah which is that's the question poor k why why <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> so there's a lot of movies huge successful and with success comes more Mm. more sassy girl no. we demand more no sassy more. girl no more one was enough <laughs> so there was uh, a sequel um there's a direct sequel like a korean direct sequel there was also an american adaption really yeah it came out in 2008 apparently wow. named my sassy girl um there's been 
like a K drama adaption. There's been a Japanese like television adaption, oh. as well as like Philippine like Filipinos have one. China has everyone one. has a sassy girl. Everybody has a sassy girl, dude. <laughs> Um, yeah, for all I know, there's probably a video game out there. <laughs> I could see that. Exactly. Like, the sassy girl slaps every guy <laughs> she meets. Like little mini games. And yeah. uh, what is like Japan's big on like graphic novel video games. Yeah. Like it be one of those. So yeah, super popular. Um, the word can't get enough of it, apparently. And even like the TV shows and stuff, those are not old. Like I think the TV show came out in 2016. Wow. Like it's still, you know, pulling hairs now. Wow. So, I don't know. So, uh, this is your pick. Why don't you run us to what we saw? And if you haven't seen this movie, listening to this, where the hell have you been? Like, I guess this is the point of the podcast. Yeah. But still. <laughs> yeah, why are you... If you're, like, a, like oh, even man. remotely interested in Asian films, this would be on the radar immediately. They're here so that they can watch the movies <laughs> that they don't know about. Why are you grilling them like that, bro? I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. To anyone that is here just for the fun of it and already knows the industry, and if you haven't seen it, you're, you're wrong. You've got problems. Um, so basically, it's a story about a guy who, like, fatefully or coincidentally meets this girl on the subway. Where she's like drunk and she's about to like fall in and she he kind of helps him. And uh, that's how their kind of their fate kind of intertwines. Because uh, his like ideal type is mm. like a girl with long hair and like, you know, like it's never really long said. black hair. <laughs> but that it, yeah, it's, like, it's implied because every time there's like a long, long black haired girl that passes right. by, he's like, oh, I'm going to go talk to her or that's whatever. Like every girl in the career. No. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so basically that's what it is. <laughs> if you're a girl, you're his type. Yeah. So, so yeah. So he, she is his type, but then. He kind of is like disgusted by her because he basically she's like throwing up in the subway and like everything like that. And, and you know, she kind of like mentions that he he's like the boyfriend by like saying, honey, yeah, or whatever, <laughs> like calling him. But then, like, he has he doesn't even know her really, mm. he just kind of helped her out when she was about to like fall in the, right. in the rails. But then, because of that, everyone in the subway like thinks that he's his he's he's the girlfriend or his boyfriend, and so like he kind of is like peer pressured into like helping her out, <laughs> and like he takes her to a, like a motel and then like helps her like you know mm-hmm. get sobered up, I guess. <laughs> and then, so like the story kind of goes on, and it's kind of hard to explain. I don't know how because like I have to mm. go into like specific details about what the story is about. <laughs> but basically, the story is about this really like eccentric kind of crazy girl yeah. that he kind of is like um like pushed around by mm. and kind of he kind of falls in love with her in, in some weird way <laughs> and and so like it's a story about them kind of having this you know interesting weird relationship mm. and how that kind of culminates into this ending yeah like <clears throat> he meets her and, and like after the whole um like, yeah, he meets her by chance, and then he takes her to the hotel. And, well, a little bit of a sidetrack. My first question was, why does he, why did he take a shower? 
Yeah. <laughs> it, I was, <laughs> well, well, I mean, because like she like threw up and I'm, I'm guessing like. But she didn't throw up on him. Like, well, she, he was helping the guy out, like cleaning right, up right. The, the throw up or whatever. But he like he literally took off his sweater, and then used that to clean it. But yeah, that doesn't know, constitute man. you to take a shower. Like, it's it just for it. comedic effect, okay? <laughs> it has to be there because the story has to be there. Yeah. The barely in a Gucci dance. Um, and so, like, somebody, I'm, I'm assuming her mom or dad calls her, right? Somebody. And, yeah, yeah. And they basically calls the cops on, yeah. uh, on them. And then they show up to the motel and then basically they think that he raped her because yeah. he comes out of the bathroom naked. Yeah. And so, like, his resolve after that is, like, that he wants to help her, like, feel better. Like, he can see that she's, like, suffering from... Yeah. But that's, like, the second time. No, that's, like, the first time. No, 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 that's the second time. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. The first time he goes to jail, right? Oh, it was the second time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because... And then she calls him back Mm -hmm. and is, like... Find, Yo, trying to figure out what happened. Who the hell are you? Come back to this place. I'm gonna have to meet you. We were in a hotel. You were naked. Yeah. And then they go. And then they go back to the motel. Yeah. So like, yeah. Well, what she she uh she gets drunk again. Drunk again. Yeah. Well, it's like you know that she's a bad drinker from the start. Yeah. And then you go drinking with her again. Yeah. <laughs> and then on top of that, you take her to the same motel afterwards. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it was all set up for failure. Um, and then, well, nothing happens the second night, but they wake up and then I forget what happens directly after that. Um, I mean, did she just take them home? I for, what, what did happen right yeah. after that? Cause they just woke up and then she basically sobers up and then he helps her like, he's like, I'm older than you by a year. So oh, yeah. you should talk with me respect. And she's just like towel. <laughs> he's yeah. like getting it like super obedient. Yeah. And then, yeah, they, I think they just leave the hotel. Yeah. I think the next cut is the resolve, actually. I think after that, it just, like... It goes to the second part, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, like, how there's, like, three parts? Yeah. That was the second part? I thought the first part was longer than that. Because the second part is them... The second part... So, like, the movie is... It does this weird thing where it's, like... um, It's kind of narrated by the main character. Yeah. In certain senses and, like, what he's thinking. And then... Then it's, like, spit up into basically three parts and so the first part is when he meets her and then he comes up with this um sort of resolve to get closer to her but to help her because he knows that she's like goofy on the outside but knows that she's feeling pain on the inside how do we know that i don't don't know yeah but we like introduced to him as like this sort of college student that doesn't know what the hell to do with maybe i think i think after that is like he's in class Mm. and then she comes out of nowhere and tries to get him that's right and then they go like hang out mm-hmm. she tells the professor that um yeah she's she she's has an abortion <laughs> she's trying to get an abortion she's trying to get an abortion he's the father yeah that's fucked up <laughs> that's, <laughs> it really, worked, though. that's really messed up so yeah she like just does all these wacky things with him and so like she like calls him back and she keeps calling him back yeah and then she without his basically approval just takes him on these dates and things and we never really know why and he doesn't know why but he kind of tags along because he sort of feels sorry for her and i mean he i think he kind of does like her yeah he does like her and that just just... like is made clear the second part as well when they quote-unquote start dating yeah you know um and so basically the first part is that of them meeting and then uh them getting closer and then the second part is when they're actually sort of together yeah it's it's they're basically dating like yeah yeah it's just a very weird relationship weird. 
But she's definitely uh, taking control. Yes, every... dominant in the relationship. <laughs> and so part two is literally just them going on dates the entire time. Yeah. So like she, they do like kendo oh, yeah. and the wall ball sport, whatever. <laughs> squash. <laughs> what squash? Squash. 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 <laughs> Why is it called squash? Uh, I don't know. And then, and then, like they go like for her birthday, or was it a hundred? No, it was her birthday. It yeah. was her birthday. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. go to uh, the scene. theme theme park, <laughs> like at night. And then there's this uh, deserter, like yeah, from like the AWOL. army. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, from the army. There, <laughs> they get he he uh, takes them hostage. Yep. Um, and he's like, he's gonna kill all three of them and himself. And yeah. then they basically talk each other out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Apparently, there's like a big continuity error in that. Whole yeah, scene. there's a lot. Yeah, like his gun, <laughs> his stuff, gun changes, yeah. <laughs> which I I honestly didn't notice any of that. Yeah, all the Easter eggs I did not notice. Just watch watch through. Yeah, like there's that, and then there's the like the quintuplets thing. Quintuplets. So there's a certain character that's basically reused like three or four times, oh, really? and it's like so the hotel owner, mm. um, the front desk guy. He plays that. He plays one of the gang leaders oh, in prison. Oh, really? Same dude? Same dude. He plays also, I think, like, one of the train conductors. Oh, wow. There. And um, I think somebody else. Um, but it plays off, like... So, like, I think in the motel, there's, like, a little Easter egg of a newspaper that's like, talks about, like, these quintuplets that were born. So, like, this oh, crazy news thing. Oh, I see. So, like, each one of them is played by the same guy, wow. but passed off as siblings. Which I didn't even notice that. That really yeah. blew my head. And there's like other like little characters that are reused as well. Mm-hmm. Like the when he goes on the date with the transvestite oh. <laughs> with like the beers, that lady is actually also on the train, I think, when they first oh. meet, like in the beginning. Interesting. Yeah. So how budgeted was this movie? <laughs> Don't leave yet. We need you for the scene. Yeah. Um so yeah, so the second part is just them going on continuous dates, and um, I think my favorite thing is the the club when they go to the club. Just oh, to, yeah. that's the hundredth day. That's the hundredth day one. Oh, uh, they go to the club just as high schoolers. Yeah, yeah. So like, he meets the parents, and basically, like the first time they meet the parents, um, like the dad questions them. Like the no. dad drinks as bad as the daughter. Yeah, <laughs> like three shots. Three shots, and they're out. <laughs> Um, and then like they get into an argument and then she leaves the house and then he's like, she didn't call me for a little while. And yeah. then she calls him like in the middle of like a study kind yeah, of library yeah, yeah. and everybody's looking at him like, what the hell? Yeah, the hundredth day is, he, um, she tells him to, uh, get the rose yeah. and bring it to her. During class. During class, yeah. And then plays the piano yeah. in the class thing. Um, and then the other part was, cause then she also asked him to bring his, uh, or if he still has his yeah, high, yeah, school yeah, high school uniform. Yeah. So then they go to the club in their high school uniform yeah. and then they're like, after that, every year they've had sort of, yeah, every month they have, uh, <laughs> they made that day. Yeah. Um, it's like, that kind of is, is the highlight of their relationship when sort of, you can say like the blossoming period. Mm. Um, and then there's like another curve where they meet the parents again and then he's like stay away from my daughter and then they don't talk for a long time after that yeah and then that's when like it goes to sort of like the sort of third last act when they really break up and separate yeah sort of leave that's when they go on the trip 
to somewhere. Like they obviously go yeah, pretty some far. Kind of mountainish kind of area. Yeah, like a rural area. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, go see that mountain over there. You should go over there and see if, <laughs> see if I can, if you can hear me. <laughs> scream. He's like, what? That mountain? She's like, <laughs> you want me to go all the way there? <laughs> yeah. I was like, how does he literally went on that mountain? Like that was a real thing. It's far, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's Pretty a fun. lot of dedication. <laughs> I would have never done that. Yeah, I'm like, hell no, hell no. <laughs> you go it? there, you want to hear? I'll scream from here. You go. <laughs> Call somebody from over there and, and do it. I'm not hiking for the film, and then I'd be like, "What is the longest lens that you have?" <laughs> I have a 200. It's not gonna do it. Um, and then so it's interesting to see that like we never know who she is. The entire time of the film, we just know that she's a jerk, and she yeah, literally she is some enigmatic person, <laughs> and then bosses him around, and then yeah. literally just punches him and hits him all the way through. Dude, you know it's those hits sounded so painful. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know if you felt if you felt the same way, but like every time I watched her like hit him, it felt like it looks very painful. Mm. Like they did a really good job. I feel like I feel like a lot of people get a, give that movie a, give that aspect a lot of slack. Really? No, well, not like. What do you mean slack? Like bad slack. Like oh. people are like, damn! Like I find it so bad that like she she's abusing him. him. Yeah, like she yeah. He, she's abusing him and she's really hitting it hard. It's like, yeah. and I'm just sitting here like, why are you people taking this so seriously? Yeah, it's like, a joke. I <laughs> know. Like it plays to the character, and even I don't know. Like I didn't get the feeling that she's really like whooping his ass like you know <laughs> i like, don't know man <laughs> i mean there are some scenes where like she's landing some punches on him like when when he says he's gonna get her back and then he like in, gets the, in drunk. the prison yeah 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 and then she literally like he calls her and then she lets him get caught by the police yeah. and then he wakes up and then she beats him in front of everybody yeah. in the police station and that, that sounds that's pretty. the worst that was the worst but that was the first time that she yeah. like punched him too yeah, though yeah, yeah. And the subway scene (laughs) where they're doing that bet who crosses the line, left feet or right feet. I remember the first time watching that, like, yo, is she really going to hit her? (laughs) He should not have done that. I was ready for him to, like, slap her if that happened. (laughs) Honestly. He probably would have if he won. <laughs> and then the guy comes through that's like has the cast on his right leg. Yeah, <laughs> so that gag worked really well. That was yeah. The soldiers that call <laughs> so random. And then they switch feet, <laughs> switch left, and he's like, no, <laughs> right on the line. <laughs> Perfect. And then she ca- catches him off guard when he's like closes his eyes and the person walks through the oh, other yeah. way. And she's just like. <laughs> he's like wait that wasn't even fair <laughs> that's so dirty yeah so dirty yeah but I don't know like for me it just played to the comedy I didn't yeah, 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 I exactly. never took it like yeah same <laughs> it just felt it just sound like sounds like it hurts though mm-hmm. you know what I mean I think there's there was a like few they times they did a really where, good job I think there was a few times where he was like go for it <laughs> just go for it I want to feel it hit me <laughs> yeah um, he must be like a sadist. <laughs> no, the guy. Oh, oh him. Yeah. Method acting. Stay, oh, wait, is it sadist or a masochist for a person who wants uh, to get her? I think mas- yeah, masochist. Yeah, masochist is the one who wants to get her, right? Yeah. And sadist, sadist is the one who like, wants to hurt somebody. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't think he's either, though. He yeah, just doesn't. I don't know. That's what it's wrong. I don't think he's either. <laughs> nah, I'm he's just, just a scapegoat. I'm, I'm just joking. I'm just saying. <laughs> he's totally because he's in, because in that, he's in that relationship. <laughs> yeah. She's a sadist. He's, he's, the, he's the hardcore victim. <laughs> yeah. Um. Did you ever feel like you sort of related to her or, like, felt sympathy for her? Like, as, like, we get closer to the third act and, like, we start seeing more, like... Of, like, like her, Yeah, like, her vulnerable side and... Because um, it's it's like it's truly not said till the very end with yeah. like the whole twisting. Yeah. And there's like some hints and some like nots like there's more going on than we see. Yeah. But for me, I don't think there's enough to be like to really kind of connect with it. Yeah. I, to be honest, I never really connected with her like mm. in that kind of way. Like I never really felt really bad for her. Right. Even even towards the end when I kind of realized that. Mm-hmm. I still kind of felt like her actions were very, uh, like, out of the ordinary. You know? yeah, 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 So, like, I never really connected. Like, I, I never, I was never, never really felt like, oh, that's why you had to do all those things. Sure, you know sure. what I mean? I just kind of felt like it was her weird way of kind of, like, letting these things out. Exactly. But I don't necessarily think it was the right way to do it. So, like, I never really connected in that kind of way. Mm-hmm. But as a story, I just I was just kind of like, oh wow, that's pretty that's interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like to see what's going on behind mm. the scene of her. I think the same way. Um, as a story, it works, and like yeah. you know, it adds to that twist, and like oh, kind of everything is connected, and yeah. it adds to a aha moment, you yeah. know, and it just kind of really syncs it together. Like as a person, and as like as a character, if anything, I had more of like a negative like like future. like I'm. Like as her as a character, I yeah. feel like if I was the guy, I would never have really like exactly f- like fallen in love with her. Like you mm-hmm. know, like I would never be that interested in her. Yeah, because of how she acted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, and in that way, I never really like had that connection. Yeah. But like as a story and as a like just thinking about if that person went through these things, I could still understand it. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but she's like <laughs> she's weird, man. Like, <laughs> Because, like, when you find out, like, why it is, you know, and basically she does everything because, you know, her boyfriend didn't, died. like, break up, but she, he died. And so she's basically, like, recreating, like, everything. Those moments, those yeah. moments with him. But also, like, subverting it in a way that isn't exactly the same. Yeah. Like, I like I just found out with the whole order of coffee instead of, like, him trying to order a soda. Yeah. It's like when, because he, like, when they went on a date, whatever. He that, ordered coffee. Or a soda. Oh, he ordered soda. Yeah, yeah. Or she, she or he ordered soda. Yeah. Um, and so she always switches it to coffee. So it's like basically recreating these moments, but also like doing these opposite things. So yeah. it's not like one to one. But like in that way, it's I'm like, do you even like him? Like you're just using the hell out of him. You right, know? right. Like, so I guess that's like the point of the story is where like, yeah, they're kind of, she also starts to kind of fall in love with him in a certain kind of way, mm. in a weird kind of way. Yeah. And like, she's trying to figure out if this is because of like the similarities right, with, right. The, with that guy or like or because she actually like yeah she's genuine with him yeah and that's why like she moves away right to, yeah for two years yeah we found out it's in england apparently I don't know. yeah um to sort of forget him so yeah interesting interesting take i don't know how i feel about her at the end <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean i i i well, to be honest, when I watched this like long time ago too, mm-hmm. I never really liked the character. Like, it never really <laughs> had this like, oh man, like, like she's like, 
somebody I would like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? as a as a romantic person. Gotcha, gotcha. Never felt that ever <laughs> about about this character. Just because of like, I would never want to be around somebody like that. You know, that's what abusive. I mean? Yeah, like, like demanding, like demanding, and... abusive. Like you're my dog. Doesn't care. <laughs> doesn't seem like she cares about like what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling. <laughs> like everything's about her, kind of. You know. Yeah. Like out of the blue, she calls me and like she tells me to do things. I don't. I don't know if I would like. <laughs> want to be right. in a relationship yeah. like that you know what I mean and then you're never like certain if you're still in a relationship yeah because <laughs> like, he's just like so many times it's like he's just like oh but she never talk, called me in a if, while I guess and then... I guess it ended you know what I mean we're like, <laughs> yeah. we're like oh I guess we're in a relationship again <laughs> like are we boyfriend girlfriend like they didn't have a home yeah you know I mean? there's like this one moment where so like he we think that they've kind of broken up yeah or whatever and then oh after the parents thing yeah and then he's like feel sorry but he's like i'm free and then that's when he goes on a date with when we mm-hmm. find out the transvestite yeah. and they have like thirty thousand beers together yeah and then she's like on this match made date with yeah. some random guy yeah yeah and so she, she calls him she calls it this is also random like who brings yeah. another guy on a matchmaking date? Right. And, the, and the other guy's fine with it, too. He's totally cool with it. He's like, He's okay, like, <laughs> that's cool, man. For all you know, is like that's his, her brother or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, bring him along. And then there's like this heartfelt moment of he gave me the 10 rules kind of thing. Yeah. And then like she goes chasing after him. And then it's like this really heartfelt moment. And then like clearly he's also narrating like this is sort of like our goodbye sort of thing. Yeah. And then... And then it picks right back up to the real goodbye, like soon afterwards. Yeah. And so it's just like we don't. This is weird ebb and flow kind of yeah. thing, you know. So there's a there's actually a a Japanese word for woman like her. Uh, I think it's a sunder. Oh, sunder, right. which is basically that type of woman, someone that's like really who's like cold like, on the outside, but right? Like, like a bossy girl, like a bossy girlfriend. Oh. That would be like a, a sunder. Uh, I'm gonna look it up so I'm not like sundere. Sundere. The Japanese term is for a character development process that depicts a person who is initially cold before gradually showing a warmer, friendlier side over time. The word is derived from terms sun sun and dead dead it. So yeah, someone who's like initially cold-hearted to somebody, but then sort of yeah. warms up to him. And that that definitely has a following. I guess so. maybe that's why it's so popular everywhere, <laughs> right? Because right. there's that kind of like character, character, mm-hmm. like you know, and even in Japan, like mm-hmm. different places. Not an anime. What? She's a real girl. What? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, what did you think of the? I guess like the structure of the film, so how everything plays out. Because I think that's so. Like my initial feelings to watching this now more recently, because I haven't seen this movie. A number of times in the past and then i it's actually been quite a bit of a break since i went back to it so watching this i again i don't feel like it really holds up too well um and so i kind of question like how did this movie sort of become the cult classic mm. that it is and this, holds up like in what sense like as a cult classic or like as this great romance comedy mm. like of its time and I think it's just something that was great as its time, but not really timeless. Mm. Um, and so, like, I felt that for reasons of just, like, the... I think the biggest thing for me was, like, the pacing of the movie. Yeah. And because it is actually kind of slow. Like, it has a lot of these sort of low moments. Yeah. And it's not, like... It doesn't feel consistent to me. Like, it really just plays to gag after gag after gag without any real sort of, like, this 
story development or like in a traditional sense mm. um it just plays to like purely sort of like this rom-com gag uh, all the time especially the fact that like it plays to like this sort of three-part structure really yeah. enough like first part this second part that which yeah. felt like it didn't even need to be there <laughs> honestly um and also the fact that like there wasn't any real conflict in the movie either like there wasn't sort of this i mean maybe them but i don't know it just didn't there wasn't a big sort of like battle or something going well, it's on. definitely not like a traditional kind of a romantic comedy i guess mm. because their relationship is very it it it's not very um specified you know what i mean like we yeah, kind of yeah. mentioned like we never really know if like their boyfriend or girlfriend or like mm. their relationship so kind of twisted right. that we're never really sure like how stable it is right <laughs> and so i think that's why when you know when you're watching it there could be kind of a sense of like just unsure kind of feeling of like mm-hmm. okay so where is this gonna go or like, right. like what's the kind of point of it or like or like where's the big conflict in this because it feels very kind of you know wishy-washy in a certain sense and maybe that's why yeah yeah. It, it doesn't feel like ever defined. I yeah, guess, yeah, is a word, yeah. You know, so like I mean, like if you imagine, like if there's something defined, yeah, then you can also define a, a concrete like conflict. I guess, right, right. I guess because this is not really defined, you're you're kind of unsure. Like, mm-hmm. is this even like a love like relationship? Or exactly. like Yeah, you know I mean, like mm-hmm. there's never that kind of. Because I guess, like, if we think about it in a traditional sense, you know, it would be two people that start to harbor feelings for each other and yeah. then they start going out and then maybe like they can't be together for some reason and then they start have like this falling out and mm-hmm. then they regroup at the end so that's a very like structured and we know about we know like there's a conflict there right they can't be together because yeah. of reason a but this story isn't like that at all it's like these two characters that get together and then we're never sure if they're in a relationship at the moment or if they're not or well i mean i guess technically there is a conflict which is like her parents don't want them to be together right, right. so that is i i guess the more concrete mm-hmm. kind of you know obstacle that right. they have to go through but it's never like treated as like right it's, and it doesn't feel as kind of like there's no stakes. right in front of it right. yeah and like i get i mean like if you really think about the basic premise of the story still follows that like traditional rom-com kind mm. of story where like in the beginning they come somehow meet and then yeah they kind of fall in love they just you know they have to break up somehow <laughs> and at the end you know they right, get back right. together basically that that structure is still there mm. it's just their relationship is so like <laughs> weird like, weird and like you know turned upside down that like every moment you know every those like beats kind yeah. of take on a different kind of uh nuance nuance yeah Yeah. and maybe that's why people enjoyed it so much maybe Mm. back then because it was something so uh fresh i guess during that time but i feel like nowadays stories like that are a lot more common 100 (laughs) percent and so maybe that's why you know this kind of feeling of like oh i've kind of seen that already maybe exist Mm -hmm. or like maybe other films have done it better since then Maybe that's another thing to yeah. maybe kind of think about. I mean, on your wedding day, it's like... <laughs> yeah, like that's kind of similar in a certain sense if right. you think about it, where the girl kind of has a certain level of like... Rudeness. Rudeness <laughs> and like power, I guess, or like sure. dominance mm-hmm. within the relationship where like she's not like 
beholden by the guy or like always uh, yeah. having to like like you know he's not making the decisions he's not really making the decisions yeah. she's kind of there and make like she's living her life and then he's kind of following her right right and i guess this is kind of similar in that sense where the guy mm-hmm. is always following the girl yeah and kind of like he literally betters to, his life yeah, for her <laughs> yeah right and so I, I guess it's an interesting comparison those two films mm. right and like and and you know one can argue that the second you know the later from the mm. on your wedding they did it better maybe sure we're like or, or it feels more refined maybe because of the cinematography and all the technical yeah. aspects maybe helped a lot too i guess like modern is a word that i would use like yeah, it just because, it, modern, it, yeah, yeah. because it feels more modern and there's more you know like te- technology has also advanced yeah. and like the the ability to utilize the things that you know we know has mm. advanced as well so maybe they're did it better, maybe. <laughs> Quote, unquote. But I also feel like you can't dismiss the fact that this was a film that, yeah. you know, came out in 2001 and, and you know, kind of played with these conventions in an interesting way, mm. so. Yeah, and, like, this is something we were talking about off-air, too. But, yeah, I think, like, that's sort of, that harbored my feelings for why it just feels, doesn't feel, like, timeless or, like, yeah. why it just personally doesn't really feel like it holds up so great because, again, this is just... Um, like a particular way of doing the genre um, that we've seen since. Like we've always, this right. is something that's really continued to happen and it wasn't like sort of a one hit wonder kind mm-hmm. of situation. Like, um, so yeah, like with um, On Your Wedding Day sort of like has this interesting comparison with that. Um, And there's, I mean, if I think about it, there's probably a few other ones that yeah, kind yeah, of share the same thing. Yeah. Even yeah. If you think about it, even, even um, the one we watched last week. Cafe Waiting Love. Yeah, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, a girl kind of has her own kind of, you know. Spunk. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's funny. It's so, like <laughs> a, a common thread we could say, like, these are all uh, women-led movies. Kind of, yeah. You know? It's more like, driven by yeah. the female character and how like, she kind of responds to mm, different things. Yeah. Yeah, like sort of the the premise and like the relationship and that staple of it. That like, dynamic. Yeah. The women are sort of the, in charge of, of right. that. Like they, you never really get a sense of like the girl is always like swooning after the guy. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's always the guy who's like, man, like <laughs> I, I like want to get with but, her. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I gotta change. Which myself. is very interesting what how we pick films like that. Mm. Yeah. Because, like, what is sort of, if you think about, like, trope, like a tropey rom-com or, like, even just tropey romance in a way, is it sort of the woman chasing after the guy? or Not is it necessarily. I think there's a, there's a more uh, reciprocal kind of, sure. you know, relationship where, mm-hmm. where it's both, right? Like, yeah. the guy likes the girl and the girl likes the guy and there's a kind of even exchange. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like the movies that we picked... <laughs> Just all women. It's more one one sided, right? It kind of feels like that, yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting if you think about it. Because even Capulating Love, the guy, you know, falls in love first and like he's kind of chasing after her the whole time. Yeah. He's not really chasing. Well, he's not chasing for her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's kind of there but but he's the one that's actively like Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, I like you. I like you, yeah. And he's kind of you know. Mm. So like in that sense it's interesting to see how you know that dynamic yeah it's always the men being proactive right and and the woman's kind of like (laughs) i don't know it was interesting like yeah the women's are kind of leading their they realize later on i guess yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh this is the guy for me or whatever Mm. but but they never like they're not proactive about changing how they feel or chasing after them 
they don't have like that necess- they don't necessarily have feel the need to like sure. reciprocate that love in in the same kind of way yeah yeah it's like you know it's like um blech. there's a drive for like from the guys yeah. to uh get with these uh women and sort of like fulfill this romance that they have for them yeah I'm thinking about the other picks that we have. <laughs> it's the same because you have the other Chinese movie, yeah. which I know nothing about. Um, and I picked a thousand pound beauty, which is the same. Too. Well, no, technically from what I've seen, I haven't seen it, but from the trailers, she is going after the guy. It mm. seems. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she changes her lifestyle yeah. for him. Yeah. So that could That's be... a, it's different. I think mine's different from, from same these two. Yeah. But the first three, very first interesting. First three. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, they're all kind of similar in that sense. Not planned, I swear. Yeah, not planned. Not planned. <laughs> um, but like it, ju- it just goes to show like how, like the traditional conventions of of rom coms, mm. how people are trying to like you know kind of create it. a twist to it. Yeah, yeah, which is interesting. Or is there even a convention to a rom com? There is, of course, <laughs> of course, because the genre itself. When you think yeah. about it, there is a different like. Mm-hmm. structure to it that yeah. people like assume of mm-hmm. it and people kind of you know I think like everybody just has their own sort of interpretation or just their own style to it you know yeah and like just like we were saying rock com is so generic as a genre like it has its conventions but at the same time like if you just have romance and comedy it is a rom-com technically yeah, you can kind of fill whatever you want into exactly. it as long as there's that too and I think that's what it is. There's just so much space to do what you want with romance and comedy that it's easy, maybe easy to break convention or is it so easy to right. really put your own... It's easier to kind of like manipulate. Exactly. And kind of like mm-hmm. and mold into kind of what you want it to be maybe. There's so many different takes on it, you know. Yeah. Like, there's not really, there's not like such a common thread to it that I guess like a formula, formula you could say. Um, but just like there's just so many different things that you can do with that genre that every time it feels like it has its own flavor to it. Mm. So going back to, oh, yeah, so like structure and just like how the movie was sort of planned out. What did you think? Um, I guess we kind of t- tackled that. Yeah, right? I mean, um, uh, yeah, like, like you said, I don't, I don't think the parts were really necessary, <laughs> like breaking it into yeah. parts. I think that was just being faithful to like the novel maybe, or maybe, yeah. just the original work. Yeah, I, I felt like it was really unnecessary. And overall, yeah, like thinking back on it now, like it, it feels a little like like the pacing wise, like mm-hmm. you said, it feels a little slow or or it feels kind of like where is this going? Sure. Right? At, at certain moments where you kind of feel like Okay, so where are they? Where is their relationship really going? Because yeah. it constantly feels like it's in almost the same kind of mode, mm-hmm. and you're never really sure. Like, okay, so does she even like him? Or like, right, you know, right. and like, and until maybe the third act, you don't really get that kind of, uh, you know, satisfaction. Yeah, satisfaction, <laughs> right? And then I don't even think you really get it until like the very end, where like you finally see them hold hands. Yeah. Because, like, before that, you're never really sure if, if their relationship will amount to anything. Mm-hmm. Unless you're really keen on the fact that, like, oh, like, the whole, like, the payoff where, like, the mm-hmm. the aunt calls him in the beginning to, like, match him with a girl. Yeah. And, like, at the end, that's what happens, right? 
Yeah, actually, that's a good point. You really don't know till that moment because, like, even within that, like, the movie's like overtime basically. Yeah. Um, and like he goes back to the the tree from two years ago, yeah. and then she's not there, and yeah. then like apparently another year afterwards she shows up. Yeah. And then she's like, we kind of see her catharsis catharsis yeah of like oh i didn't show up a year ago because i didn't know how i feel and even now i still don't really know how i feel and then it isn't till they meet that like because she's like oh i wish like i always thought like if Mm. it was meant to be that we would meet like coincidentally right by like fate or whatever um so like she's not even like solid in herself you know but we know that she has given up on her past lover who has passed away and so because of that, when they do actually meet, then we're like, oh, yeah. maybe they can. But it really isn't to like those last shots that right. we get that but feeling. Do you ever feel like it's kind of weird that she uh, matches him up mm-hmm. with the girl who dated it, the son, or her son? But then his <laughs> relationship with her is uh, her. It's his aunt, so it's, it's his, his nephew. Yeah, the nephew is dating the girl that the son dated. Isn't that kind of weird? It, it's a weird circle. <laughs> it's, it's an odd circle. But, I mean, there's no way to know. Right, you know, right. On hindsight, know. Well, but, I mean, like, he's dead, so like, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. But <laughs> well, like, yeah, when they do start going out, it's like I loved your nephew, your cousin. Yeah, your cousin. Because <laughs> it's like you know, like that's kind of weird. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a wee bit. <laughs> <laughs> like you just gloss over that fact, but like if you're really think about it, you're trying to date your cousin's boy- oh, girlfriend. Man. Yeah, like, the aunt always like he looks exactly, exactly like, like you. him. That's and what I'm saying. Like, if that was true, then why didn't she know? We're like, that's weird. Yeah, but apparently this is a true story, so it's even right, weird. right. But how much of it is my? How much of this is true? Based on the true story, imagine that was true. All that I gotta read the original blogs, <laughs> and then I got with the my cousin actually. Ouch, ouch! You know what I didn't realize was that the old man that she talks to was actually him from the future. It was. Yeah. So like they talk, and then he's like, "He planted a tree." Blah, yada yeah, yada yeah. yada. And then like in the background, there was like the UFO that. Flew oh, away. Did you really? see that? No, I didn't see it. What? I didn't yeah, see it. it even has like a little sound effect, but oh. it's pretty clearly there. So like, yeah, she talks with him, and then she reads the letter, and he's like gone. Oh. And then like the next shot is like a wide, and you see, you can see like a little UFO, okay. like like a spaceship sound effect. <laughs> so like it nods on the fact that he's from you know, the future. Because she's like, I think UFOs are from the yeah. future, whatever. So yeah, like the old man was him. Yeah. So like it was funny because I got double duped. Because, like, you know, it leads to the fact of you think it's him from, like, he's just gotten old and it's right, been right, all right. the shoes You expect that and then you see her and it, being young and coming. So and then like, it's just oh, like, I guess oh, it's just, just a random old man. old man. Yeah. And then, like, hits you again, like, wait, that was him actually old, but he traveled back in time. So it's just like a play on kind of that moment in right, the story where right. she's always like, why is there always, like, a guy <laughs> from the future, right? Right, right, right. Or, like, she wants to talk to someone from the future eventually. Yeah. But like, like her script, like every script it yeah. has somebody from the future. Exactly. Um, she even says it though. What? She says it. Like herself, she's like, I think I met somebody from the future. Yeah, yeah. but that's like, like your future. Yeah, that's from when they're sitting in the right, paper. Right, right, right. But she was referring to that conversation. Yeah, with yeah. The, I, didn't, okay. I didn't, I thought he just, just meant, like, I thought she just meant like, like because this coincidental fate thing uh, happened, like it's, yeah, um, but yeah. But like that kind of plays to like the whole movie does in a way play to 
like their meeting is sort of fate based, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like nothing is yeah. like it's not coincidental, yeah. it's destiny, sort of say. Yeah, just weird, like little Easter eggs, just like yeah. some weird goofs. I think, I, I mean, like, I, I think that's very pleasing though, like that kind of yeah. like completion of like mm. of that arc full circle because that Excuse that me. that like on thing really feels like a throwaway in the beginning yeah, no, yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. really feel like that's the main point of the story so you mm. completely kind of like lose it yeah and then later on at the very end you bring pays it off. back so like pays off in a really good way mm. and i and the best pay payoffs are the ones where like you don't know realize yeah and, yeah, and the yeah. ones where you're like you don't even think about it. <laughs> like you don't give even give two seconds about it, and, yeah. then, and then at the end, like it, you're like, "Oh my goodness, I remember that!" Like you know, it's good. It was good enough to like that moment in the beginning brought enough attention to itself that yeah. like it was part of the story. But then just like the movie kept happening, you yeah. know, and yeah. just forgotten about. Yeah. And so for it to come back, and you're like, Wah! like yeah, that's yeah. that's a good payoff. That's yeah. a good thing to do. Uh, yeah, not just like not like a lousy payoff, like some of the things we've we've seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that that was a good moment too. It definitely has a part to play of why this movie was so big as well as anything. Yeah. So because like you like the typical, I guess the tropey way of of doing it is like mm-hmm. that that uh train scene at the end where uh, like yeah, when she <laughs> she takes a train and he's about to get on the train. <laughs> like that's like the typical. I think that's how they kind of like subverted sure. it mm-hmm. where you you're like made to think oh maybe they'll meet in the chain again like he mm. he's like going but then the door closes on him and yeah then, and then, oh no what's gonna happen now and they're like <laughs> oh, no. oh no the trope thing didn't happen he jumps out right every time i watch that i'm like but she could have jumped out too like no no more. not that point the subway oh. the subway part oh oh you know, like, from like the end, yeah, at the end and like uh, yeah where like we're like, you know, like, oh my god, I see him, but I can't get to it. Yeah, that, like, that thing. Yeah, you know, yeah that's yeah, a choppy yeah. thing that they do. And that's then, that's true too. Yeah, that was pretty slick too, though. That that I liked. Yeah, exactly. It's like in that shot where where you maybe think that they're gonna meet in the in the subway mm-hmm. that train, but then the door closes, so like they never <laughs> meet, and so you're like, oh no, what's gonna happen now? Yeah, and then it can't you, end now. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then you realize like it, it is actually a happy ending because they meet because of the aunt. Yeah. You know what I mean? I actually really enjoyed like the last shot of them walking like back into the club. Oh yeah, and, like yeah, showing yeah. the IDs and like yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, like super confident about yeah. it. I joked to myself. That's <laughs> like, like an iconic uh, yeah moment, yeah. like a lot of parodies and stuff. That's what like that is definitely like an iconic kind of moment shoot. It's just like, so they're pleasing. Both, like it just like IDs rather than like leaving it on this sort of happy hopeful moment. It just yeah. kind of like ends on more to right that, like happy moment where they're both kind of like the character of the movie yeah. kind of thing. For sure, like if that was me. I'm like, I don't want to get rid of that shot. Where am I going to use it? Uh, <laughs> Put it in the end. <laughs> Save it for last. Yeah, it worked out really well. Yeah, it's a good movie. I don't think I'd watch it as often anymore, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I only watched maybe like twice before this time. Right. Yeah, it's a lot bolder than I remember, mm. because as far as like the content that it talks about and just oh. like you know, like the really sexual jokes and things, and like, like like I'm not wearing any underwear. Right, right, and chase after me. Yeah, which that felt actually a little prolonged. I feel like because like, like they the literally chase each other thing and, and stuff yeah. like that. Just really bold and sort of rich jokes. Yeah. For 2001. Imagine a girl like that though, like who's right. just like, who just like 
flips the table on everything that we do. You know, what I mean? like we're in class and she comes out of nowhere and she's just like, you know what I mean? Like imagine a person like that. Like it's kind of like crazy. Women. <laughs> JK guys. But I, JK. I mean, that's like, I guess the charm of her. You know what I mean? Right, like right. you never know what to expect from her. Mm-hmm. That's like the charm. But she's like this like ideal pretty kind of girl. But like she has <laughs> such like fury yeah bombastic character that yeah. you're just always like oh no what am i supposed to do and he like chases after her by chance when he's drinking with his friends and he's like hey baby are you oh, free yeah. she's like what <laughs> you want to die <laughs> you want to die who are you talking to <laughs> i'm your girlfriend out there <laughs> he's here up. in the background and she's just like where did he go he gets his ass beat in the in the jail yeah he's like and your english is so good <laughs> You have called the wrong number. <laughs> yeah, that was. I think. I mean, the comedic moments are great. I feel yeah. like in this film, even yeah, even watching it again, I laughed at a lot of the jokes mm-hmm. again. It's just kind of weird, but, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It um, it has good jokes. Yeah, um, and the way she speaks, like she mm-hmm. kind of speaks in a very like weird way. Like it's like Korean, like sure. she speaks very um, aggressively, like by tone gotcha, and, gotcha. and her like the way she says, says things sound mm-hmm. kind of weird. Gotcha. And I think that really plays to the character too. Super harsh. Yeah. Yeah. Or like very like eccentric, like weird, like mm. the way that like the tonality of it. Yeah. Uh, I kind of noticed that the subtitles for the two viewers like iffy iffy. Why, why did you watch it? I watched it on Amazon. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Did you? On Prime, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you watch, like, the subtitles? Or did you just... I did, yeah. Like, what always gets me, and I, like, love seeing this, because like, it's just hilarious, is when they subtitle the same word, a different word Wait, in English, yeah. every time. Like, it's clearly the same word in Korean, and then I get, like, like curse four... or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. When, oh, like, when, with the scene with the AWOL guy? Yeah. And he's, like... He's cursing, but he's he cursing. different words, yeah. It's like four different curse words in the yeah. same word. But I guess it's because of the context of it. They're trying to capture sure. the context of what, what that curse is trying to say. Right. But it's technically the same word. Yeah. You know I mean? But still, like, even if... You, I don't think you have to change it to, like, get the context. Like, I... No, yeah, I mean, I you probably fine. don't have to, but I'm just saying that's what they probably thought. <laughs> like, even like that, but it's always like, um, there are some words that don't really have, I guess, a direct translation or, like, something that amounts to a single word mm. you know sometimes i get a kick out of watching subtitles for the word um itadakimasu yeah so you know what that is in japanese yeah. basically it's just like good eats <laughs> good eats it's basically you just say it before a meal yeah, so like, like thank you for the meal thank you for the meal yeah. essentially before you eat but every show every movie has a different translation for it mm-hmm. every, it's always new it's always funny like to what? see. Give me some examples of like the different <laughs> Like someone's like, thank you for the meal. Someone's like, let's eat. Someone's like, let's dive in. Um, someone's like, uh, time to eat. Like it's just. Yeah, but isn't it all the same kind of nuance though? Like in that word, like. Yeah. All of those nuances can kind of fit, right? Right. So like, yeah, the nuances, um, like, you know, it's always pertaining to like gratefulness. Yeah. Or, like, uh, like a politeness before you eat. Or like some kind of excitement of like getting exactly. to 
enjoy the food mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah. Because even, like, yeah, like, even you can have sort of a nuance to that word, right? Yeah. Like, you can be excited to eat, and you're just like, itadakimasu, or, like, yeah. say in some more of, like, a respectful like, sort of way. Like, yeah. Thankful way, or, like, right, there's all right. these different nuances you can put mm-hmm. into the word, yeah. So, like, different, like, layers or tones yeah. to this word. So, yeah, it's, it's fun to, to it's fun to see those things, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Because in Korean, there's that same kind of uh, phrase, mm-hmm. like, chaimokesumida is the same thing. Gotcha. Where it's the same thing as itadakimasu, where it's, mm-hmm. like... You know, thanks, thanks for the food or like... Right, know. right. Or like, um, when we greet each other, um, uh, what is that word? I like brain farted it, but... <laughs> <laughs> you say hi? Well, it's in a greeting. So like, um, hajimimasu, it's kind of like, nice to meet you. Uh, <laughs> good morning. Well, like there's a term for like, you know, it's nice to meet you. But then, like, you would reciprocate it with, um, oh, yoroshiku, yoroshiku mm. negashimasu, which is, like, it's commonly translated as, like, please take care of me. Mm. But, like, I am in your care, yeah. really. But that's sort of, that's a very Japanese word that doesn't really have a translation. Yeah, that's more a very literal way of exactly of translating that. So it's like, you know, I'll t- you know, I'd be like, hi, nice to meet you. It's like, nice to meet you too. Yeah. But like in Japanese, it'd be like, you know, hajijimaste is nice to meet you. And yoroshiku negashimaste is from like the receiver. It's like, yeah. I am in your care sort of thing. Like that's like super like uncommon for. Yeah, English. like in Korean, it's it's like chaibutakamida, mm. which means like pretty much the same thing. Gotcha. Like, you know, I wish the best for this kind of relationship. relationship or whatever, yeah. yeah, that I've seen as well. Yeah. I've seen that as well. Yeah. Yeah, man, our language has got to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it 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 brings about. That's why. I, that's what I talked about before too. Where mm. like the Japanese language and like I guess Korean language too, it could it offers um, room for kind of interpreting it in in a variety of ways depending right. on the context. Yeah, and so I feel like it has a much more subtle nuance to it. You know yeah, I mean? where yeah. like you can say one word, and and just that word in itself could be very vague or like very kind of you know mm. because because it has so many meanings that you could per- possibly put into that one word mm. it could be very vague whereas right. you're like you you can say like oh i wish w- wish the best mm. but it, in that word in that phrase there's like layers of like sure. feelings that you can kind of put in mm. depending on the context of it right right yeah you know, where like in korean let's say like you can say like chaibutakamida but like depending on how you say it or depending on the context of it, mm-hmm. it could be maybe like I'm saying it because I kind of feel like uncomfortable in this situation. Mm-hmm. Or like I can say it because I feel like, oh, I'm so happy to be here. Like I want to, you know, present myself in a good way. I mean, there's so many different layers to that. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, where like those the languages really like enforce or inform like the kind of uh nuance and the kind of like way that you interpret the scene or the, sure. the context of it which i feel like in english you get a lot less of because it's so much more direct yes yeah and i guess that's like i guess sort of a fear when it comes to translating it's how much of that deepness or how layered um we can interpret when yeah. translating you know yeah. so it's like you know how much um how can we ex- translate the expression that they're trying to get across like you know if you want to be really um deeply as like really thankful for something you know and you yeah. trans just translate it as like plain thank you um it's it could be really difficult to see at what level 
you know, we, that was sort of given at, you know, like, oh, maybe you just said that as just like a general thank you. Yeah. But maybe that was like a really deep sort of like um, thankfulness for it. Yeah. So I feel like that's why, like, especially when people translate from Japanese or like Korean or whatever, mm. the translators like take more liberties sometimes in right. translating it. Yeah. With the, in, in the way that they think it should be translated. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the interesting part, right? Yeah. When you watch it or when you're looking at it and you see like three different ways of like translating the same thing, you're like, so I guess this is what they're trying to like right. convey, I guess. It's very difficult if you think about it too, just like, and it also just depends on, you know, that person, that translator, like how well they know both languages and yeah. how well they can really express Con- Contextualize that. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... We trust you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, any sort of additional remarks, kind of closing remarks? Anything you wanted to? Um, was well, there any like favorite scenes for you? Um, or, like scenes you enjoyed or disliked? <laughs> <laughs> the the club with oh, the school uniform. The uh, school. I, yeah, that moment. Mm-hmm. I, just that moment, I really liked that nonsensical dancing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was like, yeah. that, that was a good moment. Yeah. Um, that and when he goes on the date with the, the trans- tranny. <laughs> okay. It's just so funny. Like, I'm like, even me, I'm like, she's kind of cute. <laughs> and he's like in the bathroom and he's just like, he's right so defeated in there. And then they go on the date and he, she's like, were you really on a date with a girl? And he goes, no, it was a guy. <laughs> and then the context of that is funny because she's assuming it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. He's picking somebody He's actually else. technically not lying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> although, although what he w- was really trying to do <laughs> was something else. <laughs> like, yeah, that whole that whole moment, like, date was funny. Like, yeah. and then she calls him, and he's like, "No." And then the waiter comes in with like fifty bottles of beer, and he's like, <gasps> "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, the whole context of there was was funny for me. Yeah. How about you? I think for me, the train, um, the subway, where they're betting. Gotcha. on the line oh yeah yeah uh, yeah that, that seems great i really bought into that he was gonna just defeat her nah. <laughs> for like at least one more time nope. <laughs> i thought he was gonna get like two licks in and then she was gonna destroy him i, I love the reaction of the the subway car <laughs> the people in it <laughs> constantly <gasps> shock 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 every time he slaps yeah. she slaps <laughs> the beginning is funny when um she like passes out on the floor and the entire yeah. freight just like looks his way. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, uh, nope, no. <laughs> not me. It's not me. I don't know her. <laughs> Man, the, the, they did a really good job of the vomit and making it look yeah. just disgusting straight noodles <laughs> like noodles and stuff i'm like oh man i would hate to be that guy yo look at like retrospective looking he kind of acted pretty cool in that yeah. situation no, he, he, he really was, was very like... cool about it i'll i'll be so mad oh man that old man and you're like what do you do and like <laughs> and then the worst part is sh- she made him sit there pretty much <laughs> basically yeah. oh yeah she got rid of yeah. the, the younger guy yeah and i was like make sure the elder sits there you know yeah i think in that sense that's why it's like the movie just feels a little unpaced because like that transition too just felt like the whole scene in the train was taking forever oh. like, you know, i felt like it was very natural though like it, it, it kind of like worked weaved very well you know? i don't know like it didn't really like literally like they're in the train and then she's like throwing up and it's like with the guy and then the him and then the guy wearing the pink happens and then it literally does a crossfade in the middle of the 
of Does the it? yeah, like it, it pans away, then it crossfades, um, and then goes back to her, and then she throws up onto him. Yeah, yeah. it just feels like longer. I guess I guess like, what they're trying to convey is like the time, time yeah. passing. Yeah, but it just felt sloppy to mm-hmm. me. I don't know, but I find these moments to happen a lot throughout it, and that's why mm-hmm. I just feel like the pacing just feels. You, you feel like it could be a little snappier. Yeah, I feel like it more concise, mm-hmm. just more coherent. So that's why it's yeah. like this movie to me felt like very like moment based. So it's like it was like beat and yeah. then like eh and then like beat and then like eh and yeah. then you know like very gaggy. Yeah. So Yeah, I get it. But that's just my opinion. You know, you don't have to worry no, about No, no, that. I, I, <laughs> no. I do definitely feel like it's uh, the style of mm. filmmaking feels a little dated. Yeah. Like the way that they kind of do it, but Whereas, like, you know, on your wedding day, definitely felt more snappier. snappier. <laughs> more, uh, well, the polished. first half. <laughs> polished. There you go. That's the word. Um, but I, f- I feel like, I don't know how much the budget was for this film, but it f- feels kind of very on the lower side. It does. It does. Especially the fact because they reuse, like, like I, I could believe that it was like an indie film. You know what I mean? We like, had a lot of locations. Yeah. But yeah. still, like, I feel like it could have passed for, like... Dude, they got some guy to go to a whole other mountain. <laughs> you could do that. It just takes a lot of I'd have to effort. pay extra. Like, you have to be either really committed to the project, or you'd have been like... I mean, if you knew this was going to be a hit, I'm, I'll be pretty committed yeah, to this project, yeah. too. I mean, that guy is huge. Uh, yeah, yeah. they're name? both huge. I haven't seen her in a while, though. Yeah, but she's huge. Is she? Yeah. She she's in, in Korea, Kingdom she's season like, two probably yeah she is yeah but she's like he's he's everywhere yeah. he's kind of been off the map a little bit recently yeah, yeah, as well yeah. though but uh, she's like iconic mm. in Korea like she's like a I'm pretty sure they both are like yeah, after yeah. this you just know but like after this movie like she kind of rose to that like super fame. level of like oh that ideal like Korean like long haired beauty kind of thing <laughs> that <laughs> as we're like crapping on her throughout this conversation yeah. everybody has to live up to i mean she's not my type but but you know <laughs> uh it made three hundred thousand dollars it doesn't really say the budget on here well 32 million it made not three hundred thousand three hundred thousand that's so little <laughs> no, like, wait a minute that's not right at all maybe that was the budget <laughs> that'd be so Small too. That'd be oh, dude! I don't believe it. This movie cannot have been made on three hundred thousand dollars. Never know, man. They must have inflation, like, bro. Inflation. That's a good point. Different economy too, right? Yeah. I mean, I could see this movie being like five million mm. for sure. But if, if it made three three point two million, it has to be less than that, right? Thirty two million. Oh, thirty two. I think thirty. Yeah. Thirty two point three. Okay. Okay. So that would have been like on. Awesome profit. Can you imagine like yeah. 300,000 and then you made 30 million? Yeah. Dude. 32 million. You'd have a job for you can't, life. You can't get rid of the other 2 million, man. It's 32.3 million. <laughs> yeah. If you were that director, you would have a job for life. Mm. Like, Do it again. <laughs> That's probably what happened with the second one and it kind of flopped. <laughs> That movie was. I didn't watch the second one, but you're not missing out on. Yeah, anything. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're not missing out on anything. Usually, anything like this, where like it becomes a hit overnight, mm. and then they kind of push for a second one, never, never is really good. <laughs> they literally, just, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I don't think I've ever really seen one that was good after this first one. No. Right? 
well, like a direct sequel for like a cult classic. Yeah, where, where where it's like super. There's a film, and then it it's like not really well known when it first comes out, mm. or like it's not it's not meant to be a sequel. Sure, but then it becomes so popular that they make a sequel. Yeah, I've never really seen the sequel that do really well. There's one, and it's Blade Runner. Blade Runner mm-hmm. 2049 is amazing. But it amazing. took how many years to make that film? This is true, but... It, it took like... Still, it took like 20 years to make the next one, man. Still, like, it shouldn't have happened, but it did. And it that's was like, amazing. That's like saying, like, oh, the Final Fantasy VII remake. <laughs> <laughs> it took 23 years to make that, so... They've but done it, a lot of thinking, you know what I mean? Like it, it, they've done a lot of thinking for the Blade it's Runner. A, that's like a totally unfair argument. Like that's a completely different medium. Like most f- films that I feel like I feel like do this because it becomes a success. They're like, oh, we need to get another film out in like two years, right? And they go for another second sequel to that hit. It never really works out. Like like Home Alone, right, mm. or something like that. But the first one was so great. I mean, even I could argue the second one wasn't bad. It's been a long time since I've seen. But like, I remember three was good. Really? As a kid, oh, <laughs> I enjoyed my. it when I was younger. Yeah, I mean, you're a kid. You enjoy. Screw you, Lee. <laughs> you enjoy Teletubbies when you're a kid. Yeah, right? I mean, I wasn't like that young. Come on. <laughs> two. I don't remember Home Alone two, but it's the one. Um, but it's those Christmas like, time. Well, yeah. it's all in Christmas time, but it's the one in New York. <laughs> Second one is the one in New York. Mm. Anyways, because I know for three they changed the kid. Like it was yeah, man. It wasn't, you can't change Macaulay Culkin, it, man. Yeah, they changed the kid Culkin. But I thought it was okay. Oh no! Stop! <laughs> Get that kid out of here! <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Toy like, Story. That that uh, would be a counter argument. Sure, but that's an animation. <laughs> but like, it's movies like those that like maybe just has a sequel. Like they feel independent, but then they get so many sequels. I, I feel like the stigma changes a little bit, and Maybe. it feels like a series after that. You yeah, know? like that's how I feel with Toy Story, and that's how I feel with Home Alone as okay. well. So, whereas like it's uh, not a cult classic independent right. thing, you know, right. like FF Seven or a Blade well, I mean, Runner. FF Seven. Let's, let's get out, get the games, games out. Like, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I don't, Blade Runner, and I feel like there's one more that kind of has that feeling. I mean, like, maybe Dune? Dune? Yeah. Dune had a film before? Yeah. Directed by David Lynch. Really? Yeah. Super well-known to be a tragic failure. <laughs> oh. But it, this is not, like, a sequel to that, though, right? No, this is a... a it's a reboot. This right? is a reboot. Exactly. Yeah. So, technically, it doesn't count, then. Because yeah. it's a reboot. Fine. You're rebooting the whole thing. Excuse me? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What else? I don't know. Like, Taken? Taken two, taken three. Like, can it beat the first one? I don't think so. Maybe John Wick. John Wick. I was Wick gonna say John Wick. Move. John Wick kind of feels is a good one. John Wick watching the first one. It's that's a funny case too because it it's so good. I wanted to see like see more of it. You just right? wanted to yeah. see more of it. But I feel like that's what happens with with this one too, where like they felt like my sassy girl was so good, mm. they wanted more of it. Right, right. But then the story itself doesn't really lend itself to that, I feel like. Sure. Maybe sure. that's why. Maybe because John Wick, I feel like they kind of had a little a little bit of world building built into the film. 
Yeah, exactly. That it kind of worked. You know exactly. what I mean? Well, the whole movie is essentially just world building. Exactly. Like, it's just layering and layering. And I do feel like with this movie, when I was thinking about, like, the sequel, you just kind of exhausted the characters. Right. Like, they, you, they, you honestly like, can't. Like, this story, like, they had no intention of ever exactly. doing a sequel. <laughs> and then they decided, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, like, John Wick, I feel like they kind of, like, prepared for that. Where, like, you like, there's a possibility that this could be big. <laughs> So why not, like, add certain things to kind of build the world in a certain kind of way mm. so that we can continue on? And the character is Avenging our dog. <laughs> <laughs> we killed my dog. I know. Again. I understand. I I'm so good it. at killing everyone, but I'm so bad at protecting my dog. <laughs> or anybody else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's no more you can get out of the character with that yeah. as well. I mean, what do you think? Deadpool? But it's a like it's a comic though, you know what I mean? Like I, I I kind of assume that it's gonna have continuous like sure. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like what if they took a Quentin Tarantino movie and yeah, made a direct exactly. sequel like a out pulp of one fiction of too? Imagine that. Oof. That hurts just <laughs> thinking about it. Or like Reservoir Dogs too. Oof. That's <laughs> any of the movies are like I mean, Kill Bill is Inglorious Bastards too. No, like after World no. War Two. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> Django Unchained too. Uh, Anyways, that was a big, that was a huge like dip in tangent. the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> that was a huge tangent. Sorry, <laughs> we went from Korean rom coms to sci-fi, sci-fi. Oops. Cut all of this out. Cut it out. <laughs> Chop on the chopping block. Um. Yeah. Yeah, favorite scenes. Favorite scenes. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, uh, is this a movie that you'd recommend? Who would you recommend it to? Um, yeah, I'd recommend it, yeah. Anybody. It's it's a it's fun a film to watch. Yeah. Definitely. It, especially when you watch it for the first time. Mm. I feel like for us, we've watched it a few times, so it, yeah. it you lose the magic of it maybe. Mm. But it does feel a little dated though. That is true. I feel like... It does feel a little dated, but mm. it's not. It doesn't feel like nineteen seventies dated. You no, know no, I mean? no, no. So I think it's still digestible. It's just, yeah. and and it just felt like modern for its time. But yeah. now that we're in modernness, <laughs> that feels dated. You know, but 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 it still does. Um, like the context of it still is 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 relatable. Well, yeah, yeah. For now, too. Though. Mm. I think like it's not like they're. They're not using like, they're like, not dressed in like yeah you know. they're, exactly. So like, it still feel it still has that like modern mm-hmm. kind of aspect to it. But I guess like technically, it kind of feels dated. Yeah, like the jokes hold up. I yeah. think the jokes are funny. Then the the jokes do uh, hold up pretty well. So it's just just kind of like the overall of mm-hmm. it for me. Um, I mean, I'm one of those people that's like, if I'm gonna introduce you to this, I'm like, dude. My sassy girl. It's like, how could you not skip yeah. that one for like the first five that you watch? Yeah. So this is for like an anybody recommendation yeah, it's for a me. Really classic rom com for Asian. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is kind of like, sort of like the modern like introduction of like sort of like South Korean films and sort of this take. Like, yeah. This is really the starters of it, along with like um you know like old boy and yeah. uh, anything else with right. Park Chung Wook things like that yeah. i can't wait to get to that series well, do we have a series for that <laughs> i think we're gonna do we're gonna do a retrospective on him 
eventually. Never. <laughs> Never? Never. People are waiting on this, Lee. No one is. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> All three of our viewers are holding up on this, Lee. But yeah. Yeah, definitely we could do that. Um, so this is a good one for sure. Mm. And uh, our next one, I guess it's my turn. So we'll do 200 pound beauty. Came out in 2006. Another Korean one. Another Korean classic, which I haven't seen, so. I have. This is also on Amazon Prime Video if you're yep. subscribed with them. Yeah. Um, so you can watch that for them or, you know, be a good person and rent it out. Yeah. <laughs> Just for a day. It'll probably cost like four bucks. I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone has Prime. Who doesn't have Prime? So, wait, if you're subscribed to Prime, you also have Prime Video with mm-hmm. it? Yeah. That's pretty a cool deal. Wait, you don't have Prime? Well, I, I snoop off my father's Prime. Oh, yeah, so, so like, you have Prime. <laughs> technically. Yeah, technically. <laughs> if you know somebody that's got it, you got it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, if you have that, you can access it there. And uh, that's what we will talk about. Yep. Coolio. Mm-hmm. Adios. Peace. Peace, guys. Sayonara. Peace.